0: Hello, friends. Welcome to the Brand Is You podcast. My name is Robin Savage. I am a copywriter and brand creator, and I am here to change the way you think about branding. I am here to tell you that the niche is dead. And in fact, we're going to take this conversation way beyond what a niche is or how to best copyright or how to attract your soul client. We're actually going to talk about the heart the soul, the impact, the drive, the why, the how of a brand that doesn't only support you financially and get your truth and your voice out there and make you visible in your industry. We're also going to get deep about how to build a true brand that has a lasting impact, how to have service that doesn't only make ripples, but makes waves, how to dive in so deep to your vulnerable leadership that you attract people who are on the same mission as you. We're going to get transparent, we're going to get strategic, and most of all, we're going to get connected as we build a brand that is truly representative of who you are. Welcome to The Brand Is You. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back to The Brand Is You podcast with Robin Savage. I am in Post COVID recovery. Landed back from our trip to the beautiful, infinitely giving gift of COVID, and it took us out pretty good. So if I sound a little nasally, it's because I am, Uh, but I'm really excited to have this conversation with you. It feels so good to have the energy and just have this space to connect with you before closing out 2022. Now, actually, by the time you listen... To this podcast. It will be Monday, January 2nd, and we'll already be in the swing of the newness of 2023, just trying to figure out our way, right? Maybe you're on day two of your New Year's resolutions. Maybe you're still flailing a little bit, which I'm sure I will be, <laughs> still trying to reflect still gathering some information and, you know, taking things with you from 2022 and navigating how you want to move into the new year. And this is hands down one of my favorite times of year. I know a lot of us have these different opinions and and different views on New Year's resolutions and New Year, New You and all of those things. But regardless of what you Think and regardless of how you feel throughout this time of the year, I do really think that there's something special and significant in beginning a new year and starting January 1st with a vision in mind, with a goal or an idea of what you want to create for yourself in the year ahead. And that doesn't need to be a list of resolutions. But I do think that creating a big vision for yourself and strategically, intentionally, purposefully moving towards it is really a great way to help us ensure that we're creating a life and telling a story that we're proud of, that we want, and, you know, that we're consciously moving towards uh, something that we're really excited to say is ours, something to celebrate and something to, you know, challenge ourselves to really create and cultivate in our lives. So wherever you're at right now, here in this moment on January 2nd, or whenever you're listening to this episode of the podcast, let's just take this opportunity to look ahead together, okay? Okay. I want to talk to you a little bit about a brand strategy for 2023 and really invite in some conversation around a brand strategy's importance, what a brand strategy involves. And I also want to offer you a really big reframe on this episode so that you can move through 2023 with a better idea of failure, of pivoting, and of what it means when something in your business isn't working, okay? So one of the things I see often, you know, in people trying to create brands or people trying to grow an online business or take a business that existed in brick and mortar form or in person and then take it online, so to create an online persona, is that they actually don't have a strategy at all. They don't have a brand at all. There's no thought been put towards it. There's no strategic thinking. There's no planning. And they just try and like dump themselves online and show up authentically every single day as themselves, which is a fuck yes in my world, you know that. But what happens when we try and authentically every single day show up as ourselves, as like the most human, raw, rare version of ourselves is that the version of ourselves that our audience sees online is always changing. Now, hear me out on this one, okay? So I have COVID. I've been through these like really big highs and lows. I've spent days and days in bed. I've been super sick, really low energy. And then I've had moments where I've been laughing and giggling and I've had a a burst of energy and I felt really creative and I've written for hours and hours and played with my kids. And All in an hour, I can have this, like, giant range of emotion, this giant range of experience in my human body, in my human form. So if I were to show up online in each one of those moments, the version of me that my audience would see, my brand persona, which is what my audience experiences me as, changes, right? So here's the thing. We can be these really... Expressive, true, real, honest versions of ourselves, and we can curate a brand persona that ensures the perception and the view and the experience our audience is having on the other side is consistent. So, there are people in my life who see every single version of me, like whether they like it or not that's what happens, right? Like my husband and my kids see me angry. They see me sad. They see me hungry. They see me satiated. They see me in pleasure. They see me laugh. They see me annoyed, frustrated, running out of patience, and also fully empathetic and compassionate and nurturing. So there are people in my life who get this full spectrum of me. You get less of that. You get the aspects of me that I curate for my brand personality. You get the education, you get the sassiness, you get the direct football coach identity. You get a me that is honest and authentic who shares on the other side of going through the lesson but you don't get the angry version of me. You don't get the pissed off version of me or the version of me that's really run out of patience. You don't get that version of me on purpose because I don't want my brand persona to be an angry chick on the internet. I don't want my brand persona to be a mom who's run out of patience. I don't want my brand persona to be a woman who's hangry and hasn't fucking fed herself in eight hours and now she's, you know, full of rage. I don't want that. So- I curate a brand persona so that I can strategically show up online as the version of myself that I want you to experience, okay? And I genuinely believe that we're working towards being this grown, evolved, aware Version of ourselves in our lives every day. Like, I don't want to be angry at my kids, but sometimes I react, and that's something that I'm working on, right? I don't want to lack patience, but more patience is something that I'm actively cultivating in my own work, in my own life. And because I'm not a patience coach, and because I'm not a parenting expert, and because I'm not, you know, a relationship coach, I don't share those things with you online because it's not relevant to my brand. Okay. Now, there are things that you get to see. There are personal aspects of my life that I love to share, but you don't see all of it. You see the pieces of my life that I have designed for you to see. You see the realness and the rawness around the things that I desire you to see that are relatable to the brand persona that I have curated. Now, that does not mean that I'm being fake It doesn't mean that I'm being a phony version of myself online. It doesn't mean that I'm putting on a facade to show up and have these convos with you on the podcast. It means that there there are things happening behind the scenes in my life that you are not privy to. And it is my belief as a personal brand coach and copywriter, content curator, et cetera, et cetera, it's my belief that we are all worthy of having that space and that it's actually really important. Right? I think it's really necessary that we have space between our brand online and who we are in our real lives so that we don't feel the constant need to show up. We don't feel the constant pressure to uphold this identity that we've created, that we feel like we can actually put our phones away and unplug and be unplugged. Right, And this is something that I really had to learn myself. I really had to create these boundaries between showing up online and being present in my real life. Like how much does the world get to see? How much of me does the world get to know? And this is what a really good brand strategy, this is what a really clear brand persona can help you with. So something that happens when we don't have a clear brand strategy or have a really well curated brand persona is that We don't really have a brand outline. We don't really know how we want to be perceived. We just want to be seen, right? We don't really know what we want to be known for in the world. We just want to be known. We don't know how we're helping people. We just know that we want to help. So answering some really big brand strategy questions are going to help you understand why you're showing up, who you're showing up for, how you want people to know you, what you want to be known for, and then that can tailor your brand message, which can actually help you discern between like, okay, does this belong on my brand? Does this belong in my brand or on my social media? Or does this get to stay personal? Now, all of you are gonna have different answers to these questions. Obviously, every single one of us is uniquely designed and we all have different levels and layers of comfort showing up online and being vulnerable in front of, you know, the internet. <laughs> but this is a really great place to start. Ask yourself, like, what is my brand, first and foremost? Like, what is my brand? What's the personality How do I want the world to perceive me and how do I want people to feel? And once you start creating a brand strategy for yourself and just you begin with this critical thinking about your brand, well, immediately you're creating a separation between you and your brand. You're creating this awareness that like, okay, there is a me in my life and then there is a me online or there is a me that goes to work or there is a me that is my brand. And while all of me, can be the brand, not all of the things that I'm going through have to be shown inside my brand. So here's something that I have in my notes, and I'm actually just going to read this to you because I think this is really relevant and I think it'll resonate with a lot of you. It says, without knowing what your brand goals are, you'll flail. You'll think you want and need to do everything Use every single strategy for 20 minutes and then you'll find out that it's not working. And then you'll try something else and you'll try to be someone else that you're not online because clearly no one likes you. Without a strategy, it's really easy to take business and branding personally. Like, why don't they like me? Why isn't it working? It must have something to do with me. They must not think I'm funny. They must not think I'm smart enough. They must not think I'm clear enough or my message. It's just, I can't be saying it right. What's wrong with me? But when you have a strategy in place and when you know what your message is, when you know what you're showing up for and who you're serving and why you're serving them, then you can remove your emotions, your questions, and your doubt from the equation. You can remove yourself personally and you can look at your strategy and say, what's not working in this strategy? And then you can pivot. But as long as you're taking your branding super personally and applying the emotion, like, do they like me? When you're applying a narrative, a personal narrative to your brand strategy, rather than actually looking logically and strategically at the strategies that you have in place and saying, oh, okay, this clearly doesn't work. Not posting on Instagram ever is not the best brand strategy to grow my audience. Who knew? It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that they don't like you. It has to do with the fact that you're not posting. Right? No one's liking my posts. No one's liking my content. Okay, well, maybe it's not about me. Maybe it's that my brand voice isn't capturing the right audience. Maybe I could look at my audience and shift my convo a little bit. Maybe I could shift the way that I'm speaking or delivering this message. And this brand strategy, again, we're removing the personal emotions from the equation and actually saying, I have a brand strategy in place that I can look at from a logical place, not an emotional place and professionally, intentionally, then I can make a pivot and I can make a change and say, okay, this isn't working. What can I do differently? So if you're a flailer and you're like, okay, one day I show up for my brand in this way and the next one in this way and the next one in this way and I actually don't know what my brand strategy is and uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, if, if that resonates with you, you're a flailer. And what happens when we're flailing constantly is this like, we're, we're just in the hamster wheel of trying to figure out anything that will work. But what happens is we don't stick to a specific strategy long enough to actually identify whether or not that strategy is working. So the best thing you can do for your brand in 2023 is to have a strategy in place and to stick with that strategy for three months, okay? Whether you see your engagement going down or your followers leaving your account or whatever it is, stick with what you're doing for three months. Every single change you make in your business and your brand is going to evoke some sort of change. You're gonna lose followers, okay? If you're going from posting once a week to six times a week, you may lose people who aren't used to hearing you that much, or who aren't aligned with your new message, or who actually just aren't your soul clients. And the truth is, we want to remove those people from your audience, because what happens, I don't know where this mind fuckery comes from, but for some reason, it's the people that don't like us that we try to appease more often than not. So if you know there are people on your Instagram following or on your TikTok or on your email list who you think don't like you or don't love you or you know they're like leaving weird comments or whatever it is, you know, then your subconscious will more often than not try to appease that person and try to get that person to like you rather than focusing on the people who are in love with you. I don't know about you, but if you've ever been in a room full of people where there's someone who, like, gives you a weird sideways glance, but you're, like, in this room and you're having all these great conversations and you're laughing and you're like, oh my god, this is such a great party, this is so fun, then you get this one weird side eye... And you're like, did I do something? Do I have something on my face? You know, like it kind of evokes this feeling of social anxiety. It throws us off our game, right? It throws us out of our power when someone else can doubt us. And this is what like haters online do or even like, you know, Jessica from high school, who you know doesn't agree with you but is still on your following. You're going to think about Jessica from high school every single time you go to post rather than, Jane who like likes every single post and comments on everything and buys everything that you sell and is like your biggest advocate. So, all that to say, removing your emotions by sticking to a strategy for 3 months is a really great way to remove your personal self from your brand strategy and then at the end of the 3 months you can look at everything that you've put in place and say, "Okay, what's working? What's not working? And where do I need to slightly pivot this strategy in order to become more efficient in order to see more growth in order to sell more in order to meet my brand goals. And I did want to also add to this. Pivots are not problems. Okay? If you get to the end of your 3 months and you have stuck with a brand strategy and you've posted a certain amount of times a week at a specific time and you've stuck to your brand stories, come into the branded mastermind if you want to work on your brand stories. <laughs> You, you have stuck with your brand stories, you know, you're sending out an email once a week, like you're doing the thing. And you get to the end of the three months. And you look at it strategically. And you say, okay, let's look at the last three months. Let's see what's working and what's not working. And oh, man, this isn't working. This isn't working. And this isn't working. My following went down. My engagement stayed the same. And my email list didn't grow. Okay, well, that just means that you need to hire me as your copywriter because you got some copy issues probably. But if we zoom out a little bit, what happens to us as entrepreneurs so often is that we look at that and we see problems. And when we get into the mindset of fixing problems, we automatically think and assume that our business and brand is broken. And what I see so often in my clients is that they so often feel like they're burning something to the ground and then starting again and burning it down and starting it again and burning it down and starting again. Well, if you have a problem, then it's likely that you're constantly trying to fix that problem. So yeah, you're going to have to deconstruct whatever you've done to build it again. And If you can reframe pivots as problems to pivots as solutions, then you're going to make 2023 feel a lot less daunting, a lot less problematic, really, because all of a sudden, when you look at the end of those three months at your brand strategy and you see a potential pivot as an opportunity to apply a new solution, rather than saying to yourself, oh, God, I have another problem. I got another problem I got to fix. You can feel in my energy, in my words, even in the way that I, I speak, those two different ways of looking at something, like one feels so much lighter And one feels so much more possible than having to start again or not knowing or being a failure, right? So every time you pivot your brand strategy throughout the year, which you should be doing at the end of Q1, Q2, Q3, and Q4, right? Looking analytically at what's working and what's not working, rather than looking at the pivots you're making as fixing problems, try and see them as solutions. Okay, my goal is to increase my following. What's the solution I can apply to get closer to what I want. Okay, my goal is to grow my email list, and that's not happening right now. What's the solution I can provide to grow my email list? Here's a really great example of this. So say you're training for a marathon and you want to learn how to run faster so that you can beat your goal time. You don't say to yourself, man, my running is broken. I need to fix my legs. Oh, I got a serious problem here. I'm not running, you know, I'm not running fast enough. You say to yourself, hey, okay, what's the solution? you look for a way to improve rather than beating yourself up for having broken legs or, you know, for being a terrible runner. So as an entrepreneur, more efficiency, getting better at what you do is actually providing solutions to yourself to like refine your brand, to refine your strategy rather than burning everything down to start all over again. So to wrap this up, really the best thing I feel to do if you're like really just diving into your brand for 2023. What are your brand goals? Who are you talking to this year? What are you offering? Who are you now as we enter 2023? And what does your audience want from you? AKA, how can you help them get more of they want this year? And also, how do you desire to show up for your audience, which is even more important? Okay, how are you going to show up online? What is your strategy? Um, How much of your own personal life do you want to share? And creating this really clear boundary around that from the get-go so that you can have this spaciousness between you and your brand to keep that relationship healthy. So if you're just starting out thinking about your brand, this is where I would start. I would start by answering these questions. And if this feels like, oh my gosh, I don't even really know you know, where to start. I feel like my online persona or my online presence is something that I generally kind of struggle with. I'm unclear on what my messaging is. I don't know what my brand persona or brand personality is. If those things are feeling sticky for you, then you are not, you are not alone. So many of us struggle with writing and getting clarity around our overarching brand message and brand goals and all of these things. So, I'm hosting a two-hour branding workshop on January 5th. It's called Curate Your Brand Persona 2023. And inside this two-hour workshop, we're going to cover your brand goals. We're going to outline your brand goals for 2023 and create an aligned action plan. So how do you want your brand to grow How do you want your brand to serve you in 2023? And then, what are the actions you're going to take to meet those goals? We're also going to define your brand personality, one that determines how your brand will be perceived in the year ahead. So, who you are now and how you want to show up online, we're going to answer those questions together in the workshop. I'm going to take you through a process to really help you get clarity in those areas. And then I'm also going to help you uh, get clear on what you're offering your clients and customers, the benefits of your products and services, so that when you're showing up online to sell your stuff, you can do that with confidence and clarity um, and really communicate clearly with your audience. I have an idea, and I just want you to bear with me through this one for a minute, even though it's going to be a slightly different, (laughs) unique podcast experience. But I want you to just close your eyes if you can, or if you're driving or out walking, then just really center yourself for a minute, okay? Take a deep breath. And just imagine you're about to have a conversation that makes you slightly nervous or slightly uncomfortable with your partner, with your best friend, or your parents, okay? You're standing in front of this person and you can feel your nervous system sort of alert. You can feel yourself a little bit anxious about what you're going to say and you have nothing planned. But you've got big emotions around this. It's really important to you and you open your mouth to speak to this person. Okay, what comes out when you haven't thought about what you're going to say? It's likely that what comes out of your mouth is a stumble or maybe highly emotional or maybe you even struggle to get any words out at all. I know for myself in my relationship there were a lot of years where I really struggled to get my emotions out particularly up against my husband's logic and for so many years until I learned how to communicate until I planned my my communication and knew exactly what I wanted to say in those moments, my messaging was super unclear. So it resulted actually in a lot of really bad communication because I could never actually articulate what I wanted to say. Now imagine you're talking to the same person about the exact same topic. You're going in to have the exact same conversation, but this time you have a clear understanding of exactly what you want to say You've allowed yourself to separate yourself slightly from the conversation so that as you deliver the message, it's not fueled by emotion, but instead it's articulated with confidence and clarity so that you can deliver the message using the words that you actually want to say. This is the difference of having a brand message, having a clear brand strategy, or not. This is the huge difference. For you, when it comes to showing up and talking to your audience, your potential clients and customers, guys, with clarity, with confidence, knowing exactly what you want to say to them versus stumbling over your words and lacking the confidence to say what you really need to say to get yourself in front of your sole clients, to differentiate yourself, to not even stand out online, but just to have these clear conversations with your audience and with your potential consumers. So that's what I want to do inside the Brand Persona Workshop, okay? It's $55. You can join us live. If you can't join us live, then you're going to get access to the replay, and you're also going to get an entire workbook to move through all of the prompts so that you can actually take yourself through the process of curating your Brand Persona for 2023, I want you to set clear brand goals. I want you to know what your brand personality is. And above and beyond anything, I want you to know what you're offering so that you can stand in front of your audience and say, This is who I am, this is what I'm offering, and this is why you want it. Okay? This is gonna bring an air of confidence, of strategic thinking, and a really great focus into your brand strategy for 2023. So you can find the link for the brand persona workshop in the bio. So if you're listening to this and you're like, oh man, that is me, I want that clarity and confidence, I want to know who I am, I want to have a strategy for my online presence this year, in 2023, join us for this $55 workshop. It will answer so many questions for you, and we get to be live together. If you can join us live, if not... As I said, you get to watch the replay. Um, And I can't wait to spend that time with you. Can't wait to guide you through my process to create a clear brand persona. And if you are live, you'll have a lot of opportunities to ask questions, to dive deeper into your own unique branding scenario and get your questions answered. So I love you so much. Give your brand a good think before you just start flailing online. If you feel like you're a flailer, then chances are your audience can feel that too. So take a minute, just press pause and get clear about how you want to show up online and what your goals are and what your intentions are. I love you so much. I hope that you're feeling Good wherever you are. I hope there's peace in your heart. It's more important than absolutely anything else And i'm really excited to continue to connect with all of you right here on the brand is you podcast every monday Throughout the year, it's gonna be a big year. Uh, There's a lot of changes going down in my own personal brand and business. I'm really excited to walk you through uh, some of those changes with me, alongside me, and to share with you um, what I learn as I pivot and apply solutions to my own brand to achieve my goals throughout the year as well. So let's do this together. I'm here for you every step of the way. If you're not already following me on Instagram, what are you even doing with your life? Come follow along interact, engage with me. One of my words for 2023 is actually two of my words are connection and community. So I want to talk to you. I want to open up these conversations to bring more depth to what we're doing together. So don't be afraid to reach out. And I would be so grateful if you loved this podcast or any episode of the Brand Is You podcast, if you would share it to your socials so I can share you and celebrate you. And also we can get this message out to the world and help more entrepreneurs, you know, with their struggles and help everyone build some confidence and uh, collective gusto in the year ahead. All right. I love you so much and I will see you soon. Ciao.